Hello moms, welcome to the Made for Moms podcast. I'm your host, Shaw, and I'm so glad to have you here. This is the podcast where you are the priority, not the kids or work or your partner, you. In here, we'll be covering all things motherhood that don't involve the kids. I want you to leave here knowing that you aren't alone. You're absolutely amazing and you've totally got this. The Made for Moms podcast is here. And it's a different kind of motherhood. So let's go. Hi, mums. I hope we're all doing amazing today. Um, welcome to another episode of the Made for Mums podcast. I'm very excited about this one. Today is a special episode for you all. Um, a few weeks ago, I had the pleasure of interviewing an amazing woman called Nisha Woolgar, who is a success and confidence coach um, for men and women. Um, but I wanted to get her on the show just to really focus on um, being a mum herself um, coming from quite a violent and abusive background growing up um, and now as a mother, how confidence is key in her life. So yeah, have a listen. I hope you love it as much as I loved recording it. Check the show notes as well for Nisha's story, um, along with the links for her podcast, The Confident Coaches Podcast, and um, social accounts. So yeah, don't forget to leave a review if you love it. Speak to you soon. Bye. Fantastic. So I'm here with lovely Nisha of Successful Being You and the uh, Confident Coaches podcast. It's amazing. You've got to listen to it. Um, Welcome, Nisha, to the Made for Mums podcast. So glad to have you here. So glad to have you here. Um, so you're a confidence coach. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so start off and tell us um, a little bit about um, what you do and how it helps other people. Okay. So I call the voice in your head that says you're too fat or you can't wear skinny jeans or you don't deserve to have a promotion or, or anything. The voice in your head that says you can't do something or you shouldn't do something or you should be a certain way. I call it a mind bully and I help women and some men um, silence that boy. The way you do that is through raising someone's self-esteem and self-worth, putting themselves in situations that they don't really want to be in. Um, So for instance, standing up and saying something at a meeting or going and getting a tattoo or going to that gym class that you want to go to because it's quite scary when you want to go for a workout but that voice in your head says oh no one's going to like you and what happens if you're not very good and everyone's going to judge and if you listen to that voice you won't do anything in life and I help people learn to silence it by literally saying no I can go to this gym class and when you go to that gym class on your own and you realize that it's going to be fine and everyone's lovely and you have a really good time then a little level to your self-esteemometer and then the voice in your head starts to shrink and the bully becomes like a full stop basically by the end and yeah. the only way you can keep that really quiet is keep doing stuff that's going to make you feel fabulous and appreciating the small wins so I think people only we're always taught like oh if you get an A in an exam then we'll celebrate that or if you run a marathon then we'll celebrate that but 
taking your small wins. Anything that happens during the day that you've done, pat yourself on the back and say, well done. If you've managed to wash some clothes that have been just sat around. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that. That is so important because especially as mums, we're just continuously running around, running around, running around. And I think as like um, business women as well, we're sort of always focusing on that next level, that next level. And we forget to say, okay, like you've just done that. You've just, you've just done that. And that's amazing. That's yeah, that's massive. That's one thing I massively struggle with. Yeah. And I think the voice that reminds me is the thing that, when you want to congr- when you want to be proud of yourself the mind bully says don't you can't be proud of yourself that, that's really selfish and you're showing off and it makes yeah. you feel bad with wanting to celebrate anything that you've achieved yeah. but I say to anyone especially women that like got children we are their cheerleaders and like the kid all the kid has to do is put a sock on and we're like well done amazing yeah. <laughs> but yet we won't celebrate our small wins and it's like we- <laughs> so true so true I am my two-year-old was being a little shite this morning you know like every every single morning it's the same thing he hates brushing his teeth and the same morning we have to go through this him having a tantrum kicking off because he doesn't want to brush his teeth and like we're already late anyway and I've got to hold him down to brush his teeth and then I praise him at the end for brushing his teeth like Mm, but I do it because I'm like yeah you did it <laughs> but you was being a little yeah. shit five minutes ago not letting me get it done for you <laughs> but, <laughs> but we never celebrate ourselves and that's so true no and we have to learn to do it and I was um I was just talking to my sister actually she's gone through she was with a really abusive partner and I was like you have to tell you should be proud of yourself and you shouldn't be scared to say I'm proud of myself. It doesn't make you a bad person. Mm-hmm. You, the the main cheerleader in your own life has to be you. No, Definitely. you can't expect anyone else to do it for you. It has Definitely. to be you. Definitely. So you're a confidence coach now, and your confidence is oozing. Like I can just see it on this call. Like your your confidence, but it's not always been that way for you, has it? Like, tell me a bit more about why this has all come about. I'll try not to keep it too long, but um. I grew up in a very violent, aggressive household. It was a very abusive household. And, like, my, it, was my, it was my dad. And he would, you, I was the, my sister was the loud one who would always be shouting and answering back. And she would get a lot of stuff towards her. I just learned to shut up and just absorb mm. everything and quite and fade into the background. And then that carried on literally throughout my life. The whole through school and my teenage years and even in early adulthood, I would never, ever, ever, if someone had wound me up, I would never say anything to them. I would just be like, mm, just fade into the background because I don't want to cause any friction and I don't want to deal with an argument. And people were treating me certain ways when they shouldn't have. And then yeah. and then I started to lose who I was. <clears throat> so for fear, again, the mind bully, my mind bully was massive and it would be like, like you if you don't say that you've watched EastEnders and just you have to agree with everyone you seem cool yeah. and that they'll like you if you just do what they do and never ever say anything again um and then you have to like wear your hair straight which I was just talking about like I've got curly hair and um people will like you if you have your hair straight because then you seem like because I grew Fit up in, in. in white so and white yeah. majority of white people same. have got straight hair. Same. I'm not going to stand out as much if I've got 
I don't want to tan too much because then I'm going to be dark. My skin will be darker and yeah, just yeah. stupid that, which that's all me. Like I have curly hair. I'm proud of like my ethnicity. Yeah. The fact that I've got skin and I've got curly hair and that all just went. That completely went. And then, and then I got married and then you kind of, it's, it's like the system makes you think right now you're obviously, you have to fit into this box and then you've got your mask of I'm a wife and I'm this and, we have lots of sex when you don't. You have to, you can't say when you're going through a bad time. Yeah. Or bored in your relationship. That mask goes on. And then, and then I had kids. And honestly, after my first child, I think I had a bit of postnatal depression, but no one spoke about it because nobody really spoke about mental health. Um, yeah. It was all under the rug and pretend that you're, you're coping with life when I genuinely wasn't. And then I was overwhelmed and I was thinking, what have I just done bringing this person into my life? And I'm now, then whatever was left of me even just disappeared completely. And I just basically was mum and a wife and I went to work. I gave up all my creations because I thought I've just got to be there for my kids as long as I'm there to stop them, like have the child minder. And I remember once my, but I think that's what women are fed when you become a mum. It's like you're, Yes. Yet mum has to do everything, and you're the one that has to be there for your children, and you're the one that has to make sure they've got this and this. And nursery schools are applied for, and you you can't have career aspirations because you've got to be there for your children. You chose to have children. Your husband's alright to go off to work and do everything. And I remember my little boy was off sick, and I had him, and I had already taken loads of sick days to be with him. I said to my husband, can you stay off with him today? And his boss actually said, why can't your wife take the day off instead? Yeah. What are we living in? So yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Ridiculous, yeah. Yeah. So I just had my mum mask on. Just thought, this is my life now. I'm just going to have to be here for my children. My self-esteem was so low. I never spoke up in meetings. You could have said to me what's two plus two and I would not have had the confidence to say four. Was that bad? Really? I, had no, I had no self-belief. It was just nothing. I was just at the bottom. And then I just got to a point where I was thinking, I hate my job, but I was just doing my job so I was there for the kids still. Yeah, it fitted yeah. in with childcare and stuff. So I was like, okay, I'll just sit here and this is going to be my life. And I thought, I remember sitting there thinking, actually, no. My anxiety was through the roof. My self-worth was non-existent my mind was there saying you should be doing this you're not coping um you're boring stop whinging about stuff um then it was like your shit mom and um I got to I was like I'm done I'm done I can either stay living like this or I can change it and the only person that can change your life is you was that the turning point was that your turning point yeah I was like I'm done and yeah, I just started listening to audiobooks and I took more time for me because you think that when you're a mum, taking time for you is selfish, but it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's it's a necessity. Like I say this all the time. Like you are not being selfish taking time for yourself. It's it's a necessity because if you don't, then you can't give. If you don't take for yourself first, you can't give. And it's that simple. That simple. So how now you're a mum, um, is it how many children have you got? Two? Yeah, one seven and one five. Yeah. So, how important is it for you now, as a mom, that you're confident? How important is that for you, with your children, seeing you being a confident mom? Mass- massively, it is such a big thing because I think 
where I've grown up in a household where that wasn't encouraged and you were sort of bullied at home and it was like blending and fitting with everyone. I fully, I have to make sure my cup is full. And I always say that to everybody, you can empty cup. It's such a yeah. well-known saying, but nobody actually really makes sure Takes, that their cup is yes. Yeah. Going to a workout class, that fills your cup because that's just for you. Doing something that's just for you and not, I like I always say, don't class going out food shopping on your own as you time because no. it's not. No, it's you're not. helping your family. Yeah. Go for a walk on your own is going and watching a film on your own is something that you're only going to benefit from. Yeah. Is taking your time your cup. And I always think, once my cup is full, I can show my kids that I'm confident to do certain things. And mummy's trying out something new today, or I've just joined a local football team for women. I can't play football for shit, but I was like. This is me showing you that going out and trying new things yeah. is amazing. And if you, even if you, it, you don't win ten goals, it doesn't mean you're a failure. The yes. success is that you've tried it and, and it's celebrate tried stuff. Yeah. Um, I want to like make them. I do everything I can just to make them confident and make their self worth high. And I want them to have really high self esteem. Yeah. Because then when they go to school, they have confidence in themselves. And I know that they get knocked at school, but there's children and all kids are different. Yeah. As long as you are that safe, secure environment and loving environment for your children, that's all they need to be yes. successful in life. And Definitely. if that breaks at home, then there's no chance. And if I'm there saying, oh, my God, I'm so fat, or, oh, my God, my belly's massive today, or my thighs are too big, mummy needs to go on a diet, I can't eat that because I'm on yeah. a diet, that's going to rub off on my kids, and I don't want that to rub off on them. I want them to feel that their bodies are thin and yes. that everyone's bodies are different and everyone's hair is different and everyone's skin colour and how they are is perfect. And if I can send them out the front door with a smile on their face and thinking I'm ready to face this day then my job's done yeah definitely that's so important I think your children are a reflection of what you do around them like mm -hmm. that's what they are and yeah there's certain things you can't control there's certain things that kids do that you don't encourage them to do but that's just kids but I think like you say letting a child know that it's okay for them to be who they are and go out into the world and try those new things and it's massively important it really is important I, I'm so in total agreement with you there I think the internet can you hear me I think my internet went a bit then yeah so I, I really agree massively agree with what you said there about all of that yeah and I, I think um I think when 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 your cup is full as a mum yeah you vibrate on a high end and Definitely. your just the whole aura around you is high and it's a positive and you're about light and that your kids will pick up on all those emotions kids they don't, can you don't sense energy kids can sense energy so much much more than adults they can sense i'm all about the energy all about the energy like when i meet somebody yeah. i can feel them before i talk to them huge, yes. huge energy person I am so I really agree with you there massively um so 
what do you say how important is confidence in your relationship with your partner when it comes to like the general day-to-day life and and sexual as well like how important is confidence there because like you mentioned earlier when you said you know you got married and then you had this mask on where and I think it's really important today that you talk about this in today's society because we all I think social media is a massive mask and a lot of us live our lives through social media. Like you said, you became a wife and then you had to portray that you had loads of sex and it was all grey and nobody talks about the down and the roots that they go, you know, where you don't have sex for three months because things aren't great and all of that stuff. But we don't see that in real life and we don't see it in social media either. But I hear you talk about that on your podcast and you're very open about that. So how important is it that we are... That for you and your relationship and us as mums that we are confident with our partners to be who we want to be sexually and just in life like because it's I think that's a massive thing that a lot of people aren't confident to be who they are even around their partners no I agree and I think when when you have built these when you've got the mask on or you've got the wife mask on I think when you yeah. have children men especially are they're shocked that you as a woman have changed. Like, yeah. there's this little person who now needs all of the attention because they are non-stop when they're, like, even as, even now, as a, with a five and a seven-year-old, I feel like they still, they cock-block all the time. And he always Definitely. says, oh, I'm cock-blocking again. And it's like, we've learned to have, <laughs> like, literally, learned to have quickies. So if they're downstairs, I'm like, yeah. babe, let's go. Like, Definitely. you don't have to have, have these massive three-hour sessions. Oh, I don't know if you've had three-hour sessions anyway, but <laughs> like these three-hour sessions with your partner um, to be able to feel close and have a say you've got a good sex life. And I think that it is, like you say, social media makes you think you should be having sex a certain amount of times a week and you should yeah. be from the ceiling on certain days of the week. And you're not. Like, life is it's a constantly changing thing and when like all female hormones as well I'm massively big on female hormones and I talk about it all the time and we go through different stages of the month like there's so much that our hormones does to us in 28 days it is insane or 25 days if you're on a short (laughs) go down 25 days (laughs) oh my god um like sexually for us changes we're very complex beings whereas Men aren't. <laughs> they aren't complex beings. Yeah. And we have kids and your body changes. Like my my boobs, they're like empty. I call them tea bags because they're not full happy things that they were before I had my kids. Yeah, and... tennis balls in socks are what come to mind when I think <laughs> of my boobs. <laughs> yeah, but they're like stretch marks. And where like my tummy, your tummy stretches. I don't know why some women think that they have to go back to like a iron board skin tight thing because yeah. it's not you've grown a child when you look in the mirror it's like what is this body is he still going to find me attractive or not yeah. and if you aren't confident in yourself then you're not going to have the confidence to go and stand naked in front of your partner just going to want to have sex with the lights off yeah, yeah um having a partner who embraces your body and who says i love the fact that you've got thick thighs we don't women don't need to have a thigh gap don't need to have these massive tits where the nipples are still pointing up north and you don't have to have a flat tummy and 
embracing who you are but that will not happen with your partner unless you love your own body and you've learned how it changed and this is what it is now like yeah. you can go and get plastic surgery of course you can but this is my body and i've done so many fad diets and he has seen me do all these diets trying to get like the skinny which social media makes out that you should have and these tiny arms and stuff and it's like no <laughs> and like just love you for you i'm done yeah. with that i love my legs like my arms when i went upstairs and it's just hilarious and that used to be something i'd hide from my husband and now he's like your bum when you run up yeah yeah how did you say that the other day on your podcast and i was in the kitchen i had my earphones and i just burst out laughing and my kids were like what are you laughing at i was like you wouldn't understand <laughs> it's like literally and i just i used to be embarrassed about it and i'm like why i've got an ass and i'm not gonna lose them and i love them um yeah. and when you pop in it does help with sex sex and your actual just day-to-day relationship with your partner and and, and I, I now have the confidence to say to him about stuff that I'd, I would like to do myself what we'd like to do together I feel like we have more open conversations and making time for you as a couple is huge. such a big thing like yes huge it is so big there was a there was a you and your partner before your kids came along and yeah. there still needs to be a you and your partner now um so making t- it's really I know it is hard and people say they haven't got time but that's why I always think you have to make time the block. time. You have to make the even time. If it's just an, yeah, even if it's just an hour for a walk yeah. together. Yeah. Go for a coffee. Preferably, you can have date nights at home, but preferably not out, out. of that household environment. Yeah. And not worrying about washing or anything at the moment. Um, and you have some without your children and go and do you. And if you can, go away. And don't feel guilty about it. Cause yes. You need that time. That time you have to have. Before children, there was you two. And when your kids move out, you don't want to turn around and be like, who the hell is this person next to yeah. I don't know who they are. Um, and then again, like sexually, we've now, we've, we've come back explorative. I think now we've gone out of the newborn stage where they're not in our bed all the time. And um, I've accepted my body how, for how it is. Um, I had like 5 million stitches after I had my first child. And I was like, oh God, my nanny's not the same as it was before. Yeah. And what's she going to think? And like, I remember, do you like, the me- I remember the first time I um, queefed. Do you know what that word is? No. <laughs> so it's, it's also known it, as like. Maybe we call it it's something else. Part. Yes. Okay. That's what I'd say. Yeah. But yeah. So the first time I did that, I was like so unbelievably embarrassed, and I was like, "What the hell is that?" And I just thought, "I'm never gonna have sex again." He's gonna, he's gonna run away. Oh my god, it's so uncontrollable. And I think, "Oh, this air is just out of you." And you think, "Jesus Christ!" Am I? And then you think, "Am I a tunnel? Like, what yeah. happened to my yeah. And then, yeah. And then, because my confidence has now increased massively, and and we are so secure with each other. We just laugh about it. Like, and I'm oh, like yeah. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And I, I can remember that. I can remember that. And I was mortified. I was like, oh, my God. He's not going to want to be with me anymore. That's it. It's over. You literally, <laughs> you literally just, like, want to curl up and die. Like, the bed to just absorb you and to fall into <laughs> it. But, yeah, learning to, like, um, laugh in and experiment and say, babe, can yeah. we try this? Or... Yeah taking that again taking the time with you two as a couple and finding out sexually what each other likes even more because it changes and like you might Definitely. get different parts of the body that give you pleasure and 
Yeah, it's just... so true. And it's, it's so true. But it's hard because it can take a, t- it can take a long time to get to that point after having children mm-hmm. I mean some women don't lose that confidence and I think that's great and some of us do and some of us will be confident and then lose it again and you know it might not be through having children um you know it might be that you've just gone through like a great time in your life and everything's going great and then you just lose it you know so it's, it is it's a choice isn't it I think it's a choice to take the steps you I've heard you say on a po- your podcast that being confident is a choice and it's a decision that you make it, yeah it is and you can that if you don't make that choice then that mindfully when you have a moment of weakness and you maybe start to doubt yourself and like you say the confidence could be there yeah. and you wake up and then where has it gone yeah if you allow that mindfully to have that space it's gonna over you and you're gonna feel like shit again and you're gonna go back down to having low self-worth no self-esteem no confidence to I don't know, covering up in bed, not walking around yeah. naked. And you, it's a, it, for me, it is a constant, it's a constant thing, like mental it's health. It's like a practice, and... isn't it? It's a practice. Confidence is like a practice. You, you have to keep doing things to keep yourself confident. confident. Absolutely. And saying yes to things that you in, in the past thought, oh, I don't know if I want to do that or not. Is so it's such a good way of raising your confidence and mm. being confident is a choice because you can either wake up and have had I don't know you've spilt a cup of tea so that can ruin some people's day. Oh, the yeah. fact that they've a cup of tea, they'll be like, oh, that's it, my day's ruined. I've had enough now. That's the end. And I'm like, no, that was five seconds of your life. Choose now to put a smile on your face. Go have a great day. You can still have a great day and go out there confidently having a lovely day yes mm. you have some things that might happen during the day but you think oh that's a bit crap but don't let that ruin your day don't let it not let it knock your confidence if it, if you go into certain shops and the jeans don't fit the size that you are don't let that knock your confidence and think i'm so fat i need to go and on a diet right now i've got to go down the gym and i'm just can't i'm just gonna have to go home no mm. that is one shop with one pair of jeans go yeah. to a different shop don't let that knock your confidence just carry on and choose to be that confident self the steps to actually be confident and build that confidence definitely i totally agree everything's a choice isn't it it's a choice that you make um and it's really important that you make the choice to let some things go and just it is it just is what it was and that's it move on and you know choose, choose what you want it to be um so what advice would you give to mums that are struggling with confidence and what steps could they take to start to gain some of it back so let's say what what things let's say we have a mum that's listening and she her confidence is on the floor what what things would you say you can do like that is going to have um an, an immediate or like a short effect to get them feeling confident okay so what i want to do straight away sit there if you're a new mum and you've or even if you're not a new mum just sit there and say what have you done in your life so far everyone has accomplished so much like you've birthed children if you haven't birthed them and you've adopted them you've still got these children you've got them in this in your world they are happy they're fed they are safe like give yourself a pat on the back give yourself a pat on the back for just getting out of bed today if you didn't want to get out of bed today and you felt rest and the world just seems too much and you think oh i've just got so much to do you're not happy with your body, you're not happy with your partner, 
you have to say to yourself that you are enough keep telling yourself that you are enough there's loads of different mantras you can use um tell yourself that you are enough and that you are good enough and you deserve to be loved and you deserve to be happy and if you can start off your day even listening to i always i have a happy playlist and it's if i feel like a bit crap in the morning and there's always a song. Everyone must have a song that yeah. makes them smile and makes them think, yes, love this day. Amazing. Yeah. Put it on and dance. And I tell you, you are going to have an instant, those endorphins are going to be released and you're going to feel it. Yeah. Um, and then, honestly, I do recommend to help you build this up, write down stuff that are your blocks. Like, if it's your body, what it is that you don't like, what you're not happy with. And then you can assess and say, okay, right, well, how much do I really want to change? If you actually want to work on it, then find ways to work on it. If it's something that's not really that important to you or something that you actually can't do anything about, cross it off and forget about it because mm. <clears throat> we can only control stuff in our life that we can control. Yeah. And if you can't control it, then just get rid of it. Yeah, don't it's waste not energy. It's worried about it. Waste on something you can't control and you can't change. You can change the way you approach situations and the way that you feel about situations. And it does take work. And I always tell people it takes work. You're not going to click your fingers. And confident person you've ever seen in your entire life going no. out and earning all this money and living this amazing life. You can earn all the money and you can live this amazing life, but you have to be prepared to take action and make yes. changes. If you don't do anything, nothing's going to change. Don't yes. be surprised when you sit there in a year and feel the same. Yes, love it. I love it. I love that. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Because we do, we have this perception that we can wish for all these things and want all these things and do nothing about it and it will just happen. And it doesn't, it really doesn't work like that, does it? So, yeah, <laughs> they're great, great steps. So I think they're great things that you can do immediately. I always forget about the little things. Like I always think, oh, I feel a bit shit. I've got to go and do a workout. Well, no, I can just put a song on. Like, I can just. So put small. On. Like, yeah. Music has such an effect on everyone, like, and it just makes you smile, and then it, yeah, you just vibrate higher, and then your energy's higher, and they will change just better. Yeah, it's great. So, where can people find you, Nisha? So, I am on Facebook. I've got a private Facebook group called Successful Being You. I've got Instagram. Everything is Successful Being You, so you can follow me on TikTok, Instagram. I post everywhere. Um, I've also got my podcast, which is the Confident Coochies podcast, um, Amazing. with so many episodes on there. I do talk about everything. I'm, I'm very much an open book because I feel like the more that I can tell people about myself and experiences, it makes people know that they're not alone. You don't yeah. think you're ever going through something because <laughs> there's seven, what, seven billion people on this earth? Seven you're not or eight, nearly eight now, through. is there? I don't know. I think, yeah, yeah. there's a lot like, more people going through it than just you. Yeah. Yeah. so whatever you think is weird or you think i shouldn't be feeling like this somebody in the world right now is going yes that's massive that's always something that i always think what why i want to talk about mental health so much and what we go through as mums because we there's so many mums that go through and struggle with mental health but we all think that we don't for some reason we all think i'm the only one that feels like this and is it because i'm a bad mum and it's not it's not like we all go through it at some point you know, Absolutely, yeah. I think moms don't talk. Why don't we talk? Women talk all. Oh, women are known for talking. Yeah. And it's like, why do we don't have to put our loving motherhood? 
Yeah. We don't have to pretend that our kids have got, like my kids have just gone to school. I've had to like wash off some food from yesterday. On this oh yeah, yeah. The door <laughs> and, like um, they're not going to come home and have a five star meal waiting for them with all the vegetables and fruit. Like they're going to probably have McDonald's tonight for dinner. It doesn't make yes. you a bad mom. No, Seeing your kids are fed. Who are like, yeah, when like my yeah. house is an absolute mess. Oh my God. There's pants everywhere and don't even talk to me about I had somebody message me this morning on Instagram saying oh I didn't realize you're a PT as well oh my god you do so much and I was like yeah but my house is a mess <laughs> but you can't have it all right <laughs> my no. and apps like literally this um camera is placed on the one angle where you can't see the food stains on the wall from a four-year-old that likes to wipe his hands on the wall after having his dinner. And then it's propped up enough so that you can't see the massive pie or the shit show of toys that are on the floor behind me. And I'm not picking them up because they're only going to go back down there. I'm not wasting my time. <laughs> exactly. That's what I say. People come around and they're like, I'm like, house is clean, but there's stuff Untidy. everywhere. And yeah. I would, and also I just, I, I don't judge myself now for not having a tidy house. I don't judge myself for my kids not wanting to have a gourmet meal every time they come in. And I don't judge myself for, I don't judge myself for anything. No. How I fit Live through the day life. is how I get through yeah. the day. And <laughs> like That's doing it. this sort of stuff is more important to me. And I find it so, it brings me so much joy. Housework doesn't bring me joy. Folded up clothes doesn't bring me joy. Yeah. I just do what brings me joy. And my kids aren't suffering because of it. They're still happy. They don't I'm, care. Yeah, they don't care. And lastly, yeah. then, hun, because we've only got a few minutes left, how, what a piece of advice would you give to yourself? If you could go back before being a mum, what would you say to yourself that you didn't know then that you wish you had? Like, what would you say, like, for instance, I'd go back and say to myself, just don't worry so much. Like, what would yeah, you go yeah. back and say to yourself before becoming a mom? I would say my past doesn't define me. My childhood, I'm not the person that, that I was told that I was or that I have to be. Um, that you are going to waste so much time trying to fit in and you don't need to. Learn to love yourself. And again, I think that stems from as a, having parents who didn't love them and the, it was just your if you're born if you're raised in a certain way then that will affect that child and yeah. it just affects you so late through life and I just say to myself one their words are not me yeah two my past doesn't define me and three you really can be anyone you want to be you're not just a mum or just yes. a wife and don't lose yourself because of what society is you have to do love that I love that it's so important it is because we do temporarily lose ourselves but at the same time it's up to us to make sure that we don't that we get back on our track so yeah that's great that was an amazing um amazing chat with you and I've really enjoyed that so so much so um I suggest that everyone goes out and listens to the Confident Coaches podcast because it is amazing it's like I'm not just saying it because I'm talking to you but I can just you can just relate like there's so much relatable stuff that you talk about that not that we don't all talk about so just to hear it coming from you like this is just how it is and it's okay it just it does feel okay so yeah it's great so go and have a listen everyone um thank you so much <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the podcast Tony. it's been amazing having you 
Thank you. Oh, it's nice to finally actually chat to you face to face. I know we've been talking over message like, yeah, will you come on my podcast? And I'm just hoping. Um, but yeah, no, it's been really lovely. So thank you. I know that so many mums are going to get so much from this um, because confidence is a massive, massive thing that we lose when becoming a mum. So I think oh. so many people will get so much from this. Yeah. Thank you. And you're doing it with your classes as well. Like It's amazing that you can yeah. have kids at the classes. So mum, that's, I've got the kids. It's yeah, fantastic. It's going back yeah. to making sure we do stuff for ourselves. Like you've got to put, you've got to put yourself up that top of that list because if you don't, one, you're not going to, you're not going to be feeling good in yourself, but two, your children will grow up knowing that it's okay to look after yourself first. And that's 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 the the more important thing. So, thank you so much. Thank you, sweetheart. It was so good. Bye. Bye.